Hi guys, it is Audrey Freeman here with another episode of Sportive AF. Now today we have the amazing Armando Braswell. He is a professional dancer and teacher from New York City and he gives so much insight to the Prix de Lausanne this year, contemporary dance and so, so much more. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's just get right into it. So I'm so excited to be speaking with you today and so grateful for your time. So thank you so much. Now, I first want to ask, can you give us a little background on your career? Um, Yes, I am from New York, actually. And um, I started training dance in junior high school um, with my high school teacher, Marcella Jones. And uh, she pushed me to um, go to the High School of Performing Arts. And there um, was when I really got my serious training. From the high school of performing arts, I went to the Juilliard School. Oh, wow. And um, after Juilliard, um, which was an incredible training, Mm. um, then I went to uh, Munich. And I was in uh, Ballet Theater Munich for one year. And then from Munich, I went to Stuttgart. And then I was in um, Gautier Dance for five years. Wow. And then I went to (laughs) Basel Ballet. Okay. And that's where I was there for seven years and I retired there as a soloist. Incredible. Yes. Now, out of all of those different but incredible companies, what do you have one that you really felt at home with? Um, you know, honestly, when I was in the companies, it's like you find your, it's like joining a basketball team. Right. So you find your home place. Okay. Um, of course, I was at the Basel Ballet, mm. my last company. Okay. So I could really settle in. Yes. But Gautier Dance, I was one of the first six people. So we started the company together. And in a way, that always feels like home because you started it. So everyone who comes after me is always after. Yeah. But yeah, you try to find your home place in every company. Yes, definitely. Now, do you feel contemporary is just as important as ballet in the Prix de Lausanne and also just in general? Yeah. Um, In general, definitely. Yeah. Um, because uh, I think it was back in the day, maybe a few, you know, not a few, but a while back, yes. that classical and contemporary were really separated. Yes. But yeah. um, actually now the repertory, the more modern repertory is um, more of a mix. Mm. So you have, of course, the classical choreographies, but more and more you're seeing in classical companies, uh, choreographers like Ohad Nahare and Hofe Shester. So it's getting very contemporary, Crystal Pite. Yes. Um, and it's becoming more and more popular for a classical company to have almost 50% of their repertoire as contemporary. The Pre, um, I think, is very smart mm. because the Pre was early to recognize the importance of contemporary dance. Yes. Um, and I think it does weigh heavily in the competition here. Mm. Definitely. Yes. I, I think it is 50-50 or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now, do you have any advice for people who feel maybe a little less comfortable with contemporary because maybe they started with classical mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes moving the body is mm-hmm. not as easy as others? Yeah. Um, what I always tell people, and uh, a little bit controversial, but what I always <laughs> tell people is try to um, connect to the reason why you started dancing. You know, um, I think you learn technique over time. Yeah. But I think when you were a little girl or a little boy, 
you were probably shaking your hips to, for me, it was Michael Jackson yeah, or Beyonce. Prince, Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, um, and I tell people, try to connect more to why you started dancing and what you like about dancing. Mm. So when you dance, try to give that feeling that you are enjoying it. And maybe you should connect more to that. Um, I think people, when they are in classical, it can feel a little uptight sometimes. And in contemporary, I just try to make them connect to that reason why they started. So we do a lot of improvisation, for example, where they have the freedom to kind of move how they want. And then from there, I would kind of guide them a little bit here and there. Yes. But in general, I would say, yeah, connect to why you started dancing, what you love about dancing, mm. actually. And I've been watching a few of your classes and you do do a lot of improvisation. Do you feel that's a good tool to kind of, I guess, find your own movement within contemporary? Yeah, you know, improvisation is for me the fast track mm. to improvement. I know that it's difficult to do improvisation as a first thing, but yes. I also think that it's the fastest way for you to be comfortable. Mm. Um, it's the hardest. So if we did the hardest thing first, then the rest of the class kind of, you know, it's, so you can, true. yeah, you can just exhale. Um, also, I want to break the stigma of improvisation for classical dancers because mm. I think it's scary for classical dancers, but as we said before, 50% of the most yeah. classical repertoire is contemporary dance. So yes. it's time to kind of push that along. Yes, yeah. definitely. I love that. Now, so far, it's been about two days of competition. What have you seen in this year's candidates that is quite impressive mm -hmm. traits that they've been picking up? Yeah, you know, I have to say I've been now at the pre for three or four years. Mm. And um, this is a brave group. And I, I, I wonder if it has anything to do with the past two years that we've been so like shut up and yes. covered. And, and I wonder if they just seem ready, mm. ready to get past this mm. and also ready to dance live again. Yes. So when I look at this group, I think this is one of the bravest groups I've ever, I've ever worked with. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could definitely have something to do with COVID and all of that. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. How was that period of time for you? Were you teaching or having to just isolate? Or yeah. um, COVID was a bittersweet time uh -huh. because in a lot of ways it did amazing things for my business. It really okay. forced me to rethink my whole business yeah. and it changed it, I think, for the better. Right. The other side of that is we were closed down. I have a dance school of my own. Okay, yes. And we were closed down, so of course the money wasn't flowing in mm -hmm. as much as you want things when to be. Um, the other side of that is we couldn't travel. Mm. So there a lot of things shut down. And that's hard for dance. Yeah. Um, but... I did get to teach in places I would never teach before. You know, Cynthia Harvey called me, Armando, can you teach my kids at ABT? You mean in New York? <laughs> yes, when? Tomorrow. Yes, Amazing. I can. You know, so, so these kind of things. Oh, the school in Florida calls me up. Hey, Armando, um, we're in Orlando. Can you teach us? Well, actually, I can. I do have time. Like, you know, so I do like that. Yes. That I got to teach for places that I could never teach for so fast mm. um, and that has opened up a lot of doors and connections and networking um, but I am ready for it to 
to get back to normal. <laughs> Definitely. To yes. A blessing in disguise. Yes, yeah. Now for the last question today, I just want to ask generally, do you have any advice for the candidates this year mm-hmm. and for any dancers out there in general, classical, contemporary, jazz, hip hop, whoever? Um, yes, dancers. Um, look like you enjoy dancing. I think sometimes when we are learning dance, it can get very studious. Mm. Um, and that's not fun. You know, it's, it becomes overthought, maybe. Like we overthink. And yes. then at the end of the day, we're not dancing. So I think whatever you're doing is classical, contemporary, hip-hop, tap. Try to find moments in your practice where you really feel like you're dancing mm. and emoting and flowing. Um, it's too often that I think we try to get it done, but we're not really dancing. There's no yeah. other way to put it. Yeah, that's incredible. I love it. You no, just have to have to love what you're yeah, doing. Somehow, like, definitely. We're lucky to be doing this. Yeah. We are definitely. Yes, well, thank you so much for your time. I am so grateful. All of your advice will definitely go a long way for these thank people. Thank so you. thank you again. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. Okay, guys, that brings today's episode to an end. How amazing is Amanda? So much insight, so inspirational. And I really hope you guys took something from this episode. Thank you so much. Please share to your stories with your friends. And yeah, lots of love, Audrey.